listen, Shopify or you know, big commerce are wonderful, but we just want to go a little bit more advanced in this particular area. I just I want additional functionality, I want additional features, I want, you know, in our case, I want my storefront to actually look a little different and I can't quite get to that level of design control that I want to with Shopify sections. Headless is nothing is there for the core front-end technology. You, the merchant, get to choose what technology or technologies control the visual presentation layer, the part of the site that the shoppers can see and interact with. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the future of the front-end in e-commerce, which is headless. It's a great episode you don't want to miss, so do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or fourfold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. And Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear firsthand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. Welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kunle Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Now, if you work in marketing at an e-commerce business or a founder, I'm going to help you sell more directly to your customers. Each week on this podcast, I interview an expert, a founder of a direct-to-consumer e-commerce business or a representative from a best-in-class e-commerce SaaS product to just share and shed all that they know to help you experiment, you know, run tests and grow, essentially. That is the remit of every single person you listen to on this podcast. How do we go grow conversion metrics, rather, such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately sales. Now, um, speaking of which, before I even get into rolling into today's episode, I want to tell you, well, if you're listening to this before the 16th and 17th of September, this, this, this particular episode is going to air before then, then sign up to commerceacell.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-R-C-E-A-C-C-E-L.com. Or just go to the 2X e-commerce podcast show website. And there is now a link in the navigation to Commerce Acell. It is a conference, a virtual conference to prepare you for four quarter four, the final quarter in the retail 
um, you know, calendar and I have a, you know, a, a, a list of performance marketers and in-house um, e-commerce leaders and directors that will share their playbooks, their roadmaps and processes to helping you really just kill this Q4 and um, BFCM while there's still time to execute. So um, we try to get this as early as possible in the retail calendar, at the same time, not making it way too far off from Q4 um, for you to get, you know, um, all of these plans essentially to, to, to just kill it over you know, Black Friday. Now, speaking of which, today's episode is a is an episode I, I had with Nick Raul Shenbush. He is the um, COO of Shogun. Now, if you don't know what Shogun is, it's um, a, a page builder and a headless commerce solution. They have like two products. One's a page builder if you want to you know, build something outside of your template real quick with no code. And the other is a headless for performance, headless commerce solution. And today we talk about those two products and why as you scale a potential hack for you as a mid-level e-commerce player um, or brand is to go headless, essentially, because um, it increases page load times, or rather reduces page load times, reduces bounce rates, increases performance, and increases conversion rate. The data is out there on, you know, by Google. Once you make it easy, quicker for people to flow through, um, you know, just experience on your website, they will purchase more and they'll purchase, you're essentially making it easier for them to purchase. And so it's, it's just so important to, to have that in your roadmap or for consideration, you know, as you continue to scale. So I found this a, a very technical conversation and by all rights, um, it should be. So if you have like, um, you know, your, your head of, IT or, you know, web dev rather, web dev around. This is a very handy, um, you know, episode. If you're just trying to get your head around headless commerce, pardon the pun, not intended. Um, it, it is a very, 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 very interesting conversation because Nick actually breaks things down, you know, in a nitty gritty way. He was talking about seven aspects of what it takes to deploy, you know, a headless commerce if you were to do it yourself and all, you know, that you have to think about. And, and I found that really, really insightful in terms of like decoupling what, um, you know, a, a headless, you know, solution is. Again, that's another point for those who got that. Anyway, um, enjoy this episode. Nick is a super friendly, um, you know, chap. He is, he is, um, he is super friendly. Um, we, we got a lot of rapport. And um, he is going to be on the Commerce of Cell, um, you know, conference, a virtual conference running on the 16th and 17th of September, 2021. It's our first one. And we decided to go big with over 60 speakers. Um, the logistics, you don't want to, you know, to imagine the logistics behind this. I know people have, you know, gone on to, to, to deliver much bigger events, but um, believe you me, um, you know, putting together 60 experts and coordinated, coordinated it all. Obviously with a team, it's, it's, it's been interesting, shall I say. I'm doing it for you guys. Um, yeah, enjoy this conversation with Nick. Um, if you really want to, to get your head around headless commerce, 
progressive web applications and the future of web experience or the front end in e-commerce. Enjoy. The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That is why it's trusted by over 50,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklinen, Nun, and Chubby's. Build your contact list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit klaviyo.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com forward slash 2x. Shibob is the global fulfillment leader for e-commerce brands like you all. So back in March 2021, they launched their first UK fulfillment center in London. Now fast forward to summer, fall of the same year, 2021, they've opened a second fulfillment center up northwest of England in Manchester. This gives all of Shipbob's clients access to e-commerce markets in the US, Canada, Australia, and Europe. Shipbob offers direct integration to merchants running on Shopify, Wix, BigCommerce, WooCommerce, Amazon, eBay, and Walmart. This quote on their site from Courtney Lee, the founder of Primal Coffee, really stood out for me. I felt like I couldn't grow until I moved to Shipbob. And my CPA accountant even said to me, thank God you switched to Shipbob. I mean, who gets compliments from their accountant? Fulfillment is incredibly time intensive. So just hand it over to the best of the best for fast and affordable shipping. To get $500 in free shipping credits today, go to shipbob.com forward slash 2x. That's S-H-I-P-B-O-B.com forward slash 2x. Hey, Nick, it's a pleasure to have you on 2X e-commerce. Such an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a long time coming. You're, had, you're very difficult to, to, to grab and, and get, you know, um, you're, you're in demand. You're, you, you must be busy, really, really uh, busy there. Ap- apologies for that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know if you've looked at kind of, you know, some of the press stuff with the past 12 months, but it's, you know, we had the, the Series B, the Series C. We've just been growing. Shogun, I think this week is like 180 something people. Uh, so we've just been, yeah, we've been swamped. Thank you so much for your patience, Kun Leon. No, you know, no, no worries, no worries. Yeah. Anytime I, you know, anytime I wait like this, it's just a a signal, an indication that it's going to be a brilliant conversation. So, so really looking forward to it, Nick. Um, so, Shogun has been a buzzword in um, in the D two C space, particularly on on Shopify, for um, at least from from my recollection for the last year. Um, yeah. You guys are making enormous you know strides in in the headless commerce space and just page builders essentially let's um just talk about shogun um i, I want to really dig deep a bit about you just because uh, there's some interesting things in your profile but but let's talk could you introduce yourself and then shogun yeah of course um so my name is uh, nick rauschenbusch i am co-founder and chief operating officer of shogun um, and Shogun is a software company that empowers brands to create exceptional e-commerce experiences. Mm. We have two products, 
Shogun Page Builder, which is a drag and drop website builder that's seamlessly integrated into e-commerce platforms like Shopify, BigCommerce, Salesforce Commerce Cloud. And we have this new product, Shogun Frontend, which is an end-to-end solution for headless commerce that delivers on the value propositions of rich visual merchandising, advanced content management, and unmatched performance, also uh, commonly referred to as site speed or page load. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's Shogun in a nutshell. Well, that's, that's, that's a great, great, great overview. Um, very, very top level, great stuff. Okay, um, before we jump into Headless, um, what did you do before Shogun? That's a fantastic question. Before Shogun, I uh, was the co-founder and chief operating officer of a creative agency called Glass & Marker. They're an amazing firm, still around, um, Mm -hmm. uh, California-based. They work primarily with tech companies. And when I started it, we were making videos for, you know, smaller startups coming out of Y Combinator, but also uh, quite a few divisions of Google and, uh, and Yahoo and, uh, and other tech companies. And uh, today I'm, I'm, you know, so proud of them. They've done a ton of creative work around the uh, IPOs um, uh, of, uh, of Slack, Zoom, Zora, Twilio, the, the list goes on. So um mostly creative advertising and marketing for tech companies, primarily in the video, uh, video and photography mediums. Interesting. So, so great, um, you know, great target market, by the way. Um, and, um, it just means that you're, you're a creative person because I'm um, moving, you know, from video and creatives, you know, visuals, you, you've moved to, to the web with user experience. Um, did, have you done anything? Have you been creative all through your life or um, did it just start um, you know, when you started your, your previous company? Yeah, that, that's a fantastic question. I would actually say, I mean, I, I consider myself creative. Uh, but I would say this, my, my business partner, uh, Jesse Tarnoff, uh, actually was definitely the creative one of the two of us. I've always been like the business guy, right? The facilitator, okay. you know, the, the, the company builder. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I feel, you know, I feel like I've always had this affinity for business, even, you know, when I'm from a very, very young age. I was, uh, you know, always curious about how business worked and how to make money and things like that. Um, I like to be, uh, you know, financially independent. And so um, I've always just been kind of drawn uh, to doing my own thing, starting my own venture, starting my own company. Commercial. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Let's get into how, how did you come up with the word Shogun? Um, I was speaking to somebody yesterday and it was like, oh, Japanese. Yeah. We know, but why do you have an affinity with, 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 with samurai culture? What, what, what is yeah. the story behind Shogun? It's a fantastic question. The um, the name of the company actually comes from my business partner, my current business partner, Finbar Taylor. Um, one of his favorite books, the James Clavell novel, Shogun, um, mm. which is an incredible story about, you know, I think it's like it's fiction based. It's fiction, but it's um, uh, kind of centered around a, a couple of main characters, one of whom is uh, General Tornaga. Um and we just, uh, we really like the book. We really like the character, um, General Toronaga, who's kind of working to become the shogun of Japan, the, you know, the wartime, uh, you know, uh, general that assumes uh, control of, you know, of, mm-hmm. the, of um, uh, the country. And so, uh, so yeah, that's where the, uh, the, the name comes from. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so you talked about, um, you know, two products and um, they're, they're clearly two different technologies, you know, well, two Two yes. different offerings essentially. There's there's a page page builder for for landing pages, and and there's the headless you know commerce solution. 
where do we start? Let's start out with with the page builder, which is what you probably started first. Yes. Um, why should, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here for, yeah. for listeners, why should I, and this real conversations I've actually had with yeah, people, yeah. Um, totally. why should I create a special page, you know, a landing page, a dedicated landing page um, on my Shopify, when Shopify provides all the templates, you know, my product template, my, my category page, you know, w- what is the need to, to create a landing page? Totally. That's a great question. And Shogun Page Builder can be used for landing pages, uh, blog pages, collection page modification or creation. Mm-hmm. Same with same with you know product pages. Um, hey, themes are great. Shopify sections is great. Big Commerce Page Builder is great too, right? Um, but I would say this um, again. You know these e-commerce platforms. Uh, they do a lot of things, right? Um, they do everything from like order management, inventory management, discount code management, you know, they do, some that do logistics, all this type of stuff, you know, we're like, it's, uh, it's kind of like the Olympics is going on right now. E-commerce platforms like decathletes, they do everything and they're, they're really great. Um, that being said, um, they tend to not really specialize in any one key area of, um, of their of their platform uh, offering, right? And that's why you see companies uh, like Shogun, you know, say, "Hey, you know, we're in partnership with the, you know with Shopify or Big Commerce to augment and extend their functionality for page building." If you're Shogun, right? For email, if you're Clavio, for um, live chat, if you're Gorgeous, um, and so it's really just for those um, those merchants who are saying, "Listen." Shopify or, you know, big commerce are wonderful, but we just want to go a little bit more advanced in this particular area. I'm just, I want additional functionality. I want additional features. I want, you know, in our case, I want my storefront to actually look a little different and I can't quite get to that level of design control that I want to with Shopify sections. And so I'm going to head over to the, you know, to the Shopify app store, the big commerce app store and go and look Mm -hmm. up that extension, find Shogun page builder and, um, and uh, build out completely custom, unique pages that uh, you know that don't look like the default theme. You know that uh, that a lot of other merchants are using. They use it to differentiate their brand. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say that that would probably be the motivating factor. What are the top three uses of, of Shogun? Um, you, you mentioned so many use cases. You know, a redesign of your collections page taking mm-hmm. full control of a product page. You could combine various products. You could create blog posts, probably yeah. even newsletter landing pages. Um, but from all of the data, you're quite, you know, a, a sought after app yeah. in the Shopify store. From all of the data, you know, you're gathering there. Um, how, are, first of all, what, what's, the, what's, what, what's the biggest use case and what are the cleverest, the smartest, the best in class, you know, um, e-com um, you know, businesses out there using Shogun for specifically. We, I don't mind you giving examples. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's my pleasure. Um, so the most common use cases, if I recall correctly, are for landing pages, home pages, and blog pages um, in Shogun in Shogun Page Builder. We're talking about Shogun Page Builder here. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would say that those that is the most common use case is you have a non-technical team member, somebody whose focus is marketing, merchandising, branding. They don't have the ability to code. They don't have the ability to go edit their theme files, but they have a vision in their head of exactly what they want their landing page to look like. And so they can do that codelessly, 
with Shogun Page Builder. Some of the more advanced use cases for Shogun Page Builder um, have actually traditionally been around uh, localization, right? Which is an advanced content management use case. They will build one main instance of their website in Shogun Page Builder, and they would use our cloning and syncing feature to clone that website, Mm. you know, maybe 11 different times, um, and then sync the main instance's content to the other instance's because they want to localize each one of those sites, France, Germany, Spain, so on and so forth. And it was actually that advanced content management use case that started to become quite popular in like 2018, 2019, that started to get us thinking about, okay, maybe there's actually something that the much larger merchants um, need here in terms of more advanced functionality, even beyond what we can offer with Page Builder in the area of advanced content management or um, advanced visual merchandising, aka super fancy page building, right? Creating mm-hmm. an experience. Um, and it was it was that in part that actually inspired the creation of our second product, Shogun Frontend, was that advanced use case of Shogun Page Builder. Mm-hmm. And then what does it bring in? Is, is this where headless commerce comes to play and, and why the play you know, of headless you know, commerce? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. So if we rewind back to like summer of 2019, um, again, we were kind of looking at the data. We were looking at the use case data from our largest clients on Shogun Page Builder, right? Shogun Page Builder, I think, is it's got to be something like 20,000. Um, uh, plus paid merchants on, okay. uh, uh, thank you, on, on page builder right now. We're looking at the data back in 2019 and we have merchants that do, you know, millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions in annual gross merchandising volume. Looking at their feature request data, looking at their use cases. And we started to say to ourselves, okay, we feel like there's a need here for a solution that's more advanced content management system, advanced visual merchandising. And so that's when headless commerce back in the summer of 2019 started to get really talked about at at a greater scale than it had been. If you think about it, also, I'll just say this, the definition of headless commerce um, as used in the e-commerce industry, the best way to summarize it is you have your e-commerce platform and you use that um, kind of for your back-end functionality, your back office functionality, the stuff that's not seen by the consumer, right? And that's like your body in this analogy. And then you have your neck, and that's like an API SDK layer in this headless analogy. And then headless is nothing is there for the core front-end technology. You, the merchant, get to choose what technology or technologies control the visual presentation layer, the part of the site the shoppers can see and interact with. Now, in the upper end of the e-commerce uh tech market, right? Up on, you know, Salesforce, Commerce Cloud, SAP Hybris, um, uh, you know, Adobe Magento. Um, a lot of large merchants were already doing this, right? They were already using other technologies uh, for the front end, whether that was an enterprise grade, you know, DXP, digital experience platform, or a content management system, you know, a, you know, it's older school WCM web content management yeah. system. But it started in the summer of 2019 to really get popularized um, in the lower end of the market, uh, you know, amongst big commerce, 
and Shopify saying, hey, we can have that same flexibility for uh, mid-market, mostly mid-market enterprise clients. Now, here's the thing, Kunle. When marketing and advertising and selling headless commerce, how was that being done? They were talking about the value propositions that headless commerce provides. What are those? By my count, rich visual merchandising, the ability to create an experience that's more similar to Apple.com than to the default out-of-the-box theme that you get when you sign up for an e-commerce platform. Number two, advanced content management, right? And I was kind of talking about those use cases around like internationalization or localization. It's rather complex. You know, the needs of a scaling company become more complex in terms of content management as they grow. And the third thing, unparalleled site speed, right? Because some approaches to headless commerce made it such that merchants could basically um, have a front end, have a website that perceptively has no load time. And so that was really appealing to merchants and started to drive a lot of interest in headless in summer 2019. And that got us really considering how we could create a solution that would complement a lot of those value propositions and pain points that merchants are feeling. How long did it take you to build it? Yeah, it took from uh, summer 2019. I, I feel like I, we started building at the end of summer 2019. And, uh, and we, uh, we were pretty quick. We launched our first client, Nomad Goods, on, uh, on Shogun Frontend just before the end of year 20, uh, uh, just before the end of, um, end of year 2020. Uh, end of, of year 2020, 2020. okay. Yeah. Okay, so wow, it, it wow. took a little while, but yeah. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's a deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, then extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind backups. Remember to head over to Rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial.
Did you know that loyal customers are nine times more likely to convert compared to a first-time shopper? That's why exceptional customer service is so important for your retention and growth. I recommend using Gorgeous, the leading help desk for Shopify, Magento, and big commerce merchants. Gorgeous combines all your communication channels, including email, SMS, social media, live chat, and phone into one platform. This saves your team hours per day and makes managing customer orders a breeze. It also integrates seamlessly with your existing tech stack so you can access customer information and even edit, return, refund, or create an order right from your help desk. To learn more, go to gorgeous.com. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S.com and mention 2X e-commerce podcast for two months free. That is gorgeous.com for two months free. Just mention 2X e-commerce. Well, interesting. Interesting you mentioned big commerce. I was involved in a, in a white paper with, with the big commerce team on, guess what? Headless commerce. You know, yeah. um, you talk about the narrative, you know, there and just trying to adapt to to the more enterprise, um, you know, players, you know, what they do there. Um, speaking of Nomad, um, they're your first um, sort of guinea pig, um, the first, um, you know, webs. What, what were the expectations and what was the the delivery? Um, what, what did it look like? What was the the reality rather um, for, for what was the remit to, to you? Did you give it to them or did you work with with their, with their, with their internal team to, to, to just optimize it initially before um, bringing it to market? Yeah, close collaboration. You know, when we, when I um, pitched, you know, Reese and uh, Brian um, over, over at, um, uh, over at, at Nomad, um, it was mostly, I was just like describing the specification uh, to them of like what we were going to build. And we kept them in the loop pretty much the entire time, showing them mock-ups um, and, um, and, you know, what, what the software was going to look like. Um, because obviously they're coming from page builder, right? You know, um, and so they're, they're coming from a, uh, a highly uh, no-code content management solution into a system that does have an experience manager that's a, you know, that's a drag and drop um, uh, type of um, uh, content management system, but different from Page Builder. They were getting a much more robust con- proper content management system for managing all of their content. When I say that, I mean, not page building, but the, you know, kind of your groups or collections of various content, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, um, that was probably one area where, you know, we're still building out the functionality in front end to be more like page builder. So there's a bit of a learning curve on that. That being said, their expectation around performance was totally met. They were considering other solutions for, you know, having this progressive web application output. And um, you can check out the case study. But when uh, when we launched, they saw a over a 15 percent reduction in their um, in their bounce rate. They saw a 25 percent increase in their e-commerce conversion rate and their average order value. So really, really great results there. And moreover, on the um, on the visual merchandising front, they were able to do some things experientially on the site that they were unable to do when they were having to operate in the confines of a 
HTML templating language theme now kind of going over to the power of React, right? And mm-hmm. and, um, and this new type of tech, they um, they were able to, uh, you know, the, the best use case I can think of is like now on their product pages, when you change the variant, it, um, it actually remer- in an instant, it remerches the entire page in that color of the variant and flips the URL to be specific to that variant in a fraction of a second. And it's like just this delightful, much closer to apple.com type of experience than, than looking like every other type of brand experience out there that, you know, that sells the type of products they do. So, so are you implying that they, they stripped out their entire, well, they, they, they took up, well, Shogun front end replaced the, their um their, their templates essentially their entire front end yes. website it was a complete yes. headless rollout okay so what was their back end like was was it still Shopify or yeah yeah and that's the joy of it they're still you know leveraging the power of Shopify for okay. everything except for the visual presentation the visuals, the and their checkout stays with Shopify okay. our software okay. goes all the way through the cart but Shopify picks up at the checkout it, it, it stops that is do, do you see yourselves um you know utilizing the Shopify API to give more delightful you know checkout experiences seems like yeah. the of your step oh oh for us to move into checkout that actually isn't in the isn't in the it's not, uh, it's not in your roadmap okay uh, interesting roadmap, because yeah you'd feel like it's a natural space to go Yes, in the sense of you know design, you you already created delightful experiences, and then they get to Shopify checkout, which which is okay. But, yeah, you know, I don't. Well, anyway, no, that's okay. No, I think it's a great point. There's a lot that goes into the checkout. You have a lot of players coming in. You've probably seen like Bolt and Fast, and you know Stripe invested in Fast, and you've got uh, Shopify checkout and all all of these checkout options. The checkout also it's not without its uh, business complexities. You go into PCI compliance, all these various things. I think checkout's wonderful. It's not where we focus. We focus really in the areas of um, advanced content management, visual merchandising no code, low code technology, right? The ability to build user interfaces without having to write code um, and delivering highly performant experiences that increase conversion rate. Is the, those are kind of our core theses. Okay, so, so going back to, to, to Nomad, um, I find this really fascinating. Um, you, you, we talk about headless, headless, headless. Yes. But um, we also talk about page load times. You know, these are like mobile app type you know, experiences you're delivering, um, you know, by cutting, you know, um, bounce rate to, to 15% because, you know, <clears throat> um, the, 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 the web pages just load, you know, in a flash, you know, in, in, in many yeah. seconds, essentially. Um, what is the underlining technology, you know, that, um, you know, puts, gives front end an edge as compared to a regular HTML builder or even, you know, page builder, your, your predecessor? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really the progressive web application output of mm. Shogun Frontend. Shogun Frontend produces, basically when you when you publish, for lack of a better word, when you publish your site on Shogun Frontend or deploy your site, it's producing a React.js frontend that's served as flat file HTML. That's why it loads yeah. so fast. For those who are new to progressive web application technology, the best way I can describe it is it's like you're getting all the benefit of a native mobile application, but injected directly into your mobile browser like Safari, right? Part of the big benefit is in that initial load. The first click when the shopper loads it is a normal load. It's not overly heavy or or overly light. It's whatever, your one to two second load. But in that load time, it prefetches 
all of the rest of the content for the site. So every um, click after that initial load is to the shopper perceptively sub-second. This is a rather difficult trick to pull off, and I can kind of describe what differentiates us. And we have a, we have actually a very interesting opinion on all of this. Um, but that is the uh, that is the underlying technology is this progressive web application technology and architecture. What's your opinion? I really like to to hear your opinion, Nick. Totally, yeah, sure. I got to realize I got to line that one up. Um, what we were feeling back in 2019 was that um, a lot of the technology for building progressive web application front ends was highly developer oriented. I'll explain super quickly how to build a PWA from scratch in case your you know listeners are interested. It involves stitching together six different components. The first one is you would need to code your front end in something like React.js or Vue.js. The second thing, in order to get that prefetching of content, you would also need to uh, leverage a server-side rendering framework like Gatsby.js or Next.js. Because you're headless, you're now responsible for CDN, so you need to set up something like Vercel or Netlify or Fastly or Akamai. Mm -hmm. If you want any ability to edit any of the content without writing code, you have to integrate a headless content management system like Contentful, Prismic, or Sanity. Um, then you have to write middleware that sits between your front-end build and your e-commerce platform that draw, you know, allows data to go APIs. back and forth between the two in a performant mm-hmm. manner, though. So you have to leverage like service workers for some of that. Then you have to go every single application that has visual presentation on the front end, like your email widget form from Klaviyo, like your reviews widget from Yapo or Akendo, uh, like your um, like your subscription widget from Recharge. You have to write middleware for every single one of those apps. If you write the integration the normal way, generating an API call, you're going to cancel out the load time you know, effect from the PWA. So that whole thing, right, doing all of that, there are there's some obviously SaaS companies. I was mentioning SaaS companies that are developer oriented. I was mentioning some things that there's developer tooling or frameworks or scaffolding for for developers mm-hmm. to leverage. But I'll tell you this: in, in my experience, a lot of e-commerce companies they don't have a ton of software engineers on their teams. They mostly have marketers, merchandisers, branders, folks that aren't technical. We thought that stitching all of all of that technology together was going to be quite laborious for a lot of mm. merchants and to be candid, even agencies that service these merchants. So we mm. created a unified platform where basically all of that technology, you don't need to worry about it. All you need to know is that when you hit the publish button, you get your react.js front end. We take care of the rest. Okay. Very, very interesting. Okay. So if I was to come to you running my store with front end, um, how quickly can I sort of transition from my my you know my current you know HTML templates driven Shopify store to 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 a PWA you know headless commerce setup? What what is the would I need developers? Um, what does it look like? That's a fantastic question. Um, so it really varies, right? It depends on like the size of the site, usually how many unique pages you have, right? Um, mm-hmm. So like uh, product pages, they're all kind of based off the same like, you know, parent Template. template. So that, that doesn't mm-hmm. count so much. The unique pages are what matter. And then if your site um, has any uh, incredibly complex or unique things about it, that would have to be another consideration. All that being said on disclaimer, it's not so dissimilar from like if you were to engage for a custom theme build, 
right? Right. Usually those take about eight to 12 weeks and are performed by an e-commerce design and development agency. It's pretty much Mm -hmm. the same thing for Shogun Frontend, right? We have Mm -hmm. wonderful agency partners, Shopify, Shopify Shopify Mm -hmm. Plus, BigCommerce, uh, and the like, who will help clients um, do this build. But it's uh, again, it's not so dissimilar if you were like, hey, I want to actually do a customized theme build. I don't want an out-of-the-box theme. But um, but going to engage in one of those projects. So about eight to twelve weeks, and um, okay. you um, you do the rebuild instead of leveraging an HTML templating framework like Liquid or Stencil or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the developers are writing um, React and JSX, JSX. Uh, um, okay. and uh, and CSS. Okay, okay. So so you 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 you, op- you offload to your partner network, and then you provide the technology because you're a technology company, and that's it. Okay. Makes, makes, a ton, yeah, yeah. makes makes a ton of sense and it allows you scale, you know, as a business, Make, makes a ton of sense. Um, there was a question I wanted to ask around um, front end, which, which I, you know, which has just crossed my mind. So where does this leave page builder, you know, at the moment? Um, is it still going to be retained, you know, um, or um, is, do, do you see, you know, a transition over the, the coming, you know, um, years or months? Yeah, that's a great question. It's absolutely being retained, maintained, and actually invested in. We've been doing a ton of hiring for our page builder squads, um, and have uh, have product plans uh, to increase the uh, you know the robustness of that software. Um, mm-hmm. It is a very very healthy business line. It's been you know started growing in fall of 2015 and uh, and hasn't stopped since. We view Shogun Page Builder um, to be an excellent point solution. Uh, for merchants of all sizes. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, an SMB, or mid-market enterprise, you can go check out Shogun Page Builder. You can use it for one page. You can use it for a thousand pages, right? Whereas Shogun Frontend, more of a front-end platform solution. We're not an e-commerce platform in our own right. We're an e-commerce experience platform in partnership with Shopify or BigCommerce. But it's more for mid-market enterprise merchants, those doing millions tens of millions, uh, hundreds yep. of millions and yep. so on. And then you're, you're really taking away the complexity of deploying a headless, you know, um, solution, given all the seven touch points you talked about, which, you know, every, you know, um, company has to take into consideration for rolling out, you know, um, a headless commerce solution. It sounds to me like this is a hack um, for particularly for, for e-commerce businesses looking to improve on-site performance, looking to improve um, user experience. I wouldn't even say it's a hack. It's it's kind of like an obvious next step. You know, after you've you know you've cracked um, you know a few other metrics in your in you know in your business for your brand. Um, and, and as you said, you know it's it's more mid market to mid market um, you know um, solution, which which makes a lot of sense. Um, so, um, what do you um, so from a um, app integration standpoint, do, are you thinking or are you working, do you have an ecosystem of like friendly, other friendly apps that, you know, don't give you too much of a headache when you're, you know, when your partners are, are deploying, um, you know, um, front end, I'm speaking specifically to front end with, um, with for, for stores, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously we're, you know, we're in partnership with our platform partners. We have seamless mm-hmm. integration, you know, middleware for our e-commerce platform partners. We also have, um, you know, written middleware for a lot of the most popular um, e-commerce third-party applications or independent software vendors, whatever you'd like to call them, like Klaviyo, Yapo, mm-hmm. Okendo, 
recharge, and the like. Um, and we do plan to really invest and create a thriving tech partner ecosystem for those best in breed um, technologies for things like social proof and reviews and subscriptions and so on. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. So, so how big is is, is Shogun now? Um, what, what, not, not even how big. What, what, what's the size now? Um, how many staff do you, do you have? Yeah, yeah. So we, I think this week we we're in the one eighties. So we're a hundred and eighty, a hundred and eighty something people strong. So, uh, oh, so yeah, we're right. we're about a, a hundred and eighty headcount, and yeah, over uh, over twenty thousand uh, paying clients by my counts. So. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. Great stuff. Before I let you go, I'd like you to participate in our evergreen rapid fire, you know, section. I'm going to ask you about seven questions, and if you could use a single sentence to to answer each of them, it'd be brilliant. I'll do my best. All right. Are you a morning person? No. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask, do you have a daily morning routine then? A daily morning routine. I drink an enormous amount of cold brewed uh, black coffee. Okay, fantastic. Um, what book are you currently reading? Ooh, uh, probably lots of uh, manuals on how to do uh, handiwork uh, around my house. <laughs> It's good, good, confident to use. Okay, and uh, what's been your best mistake to date? I mean, a setback that's given you the biggest feedback. Yeah, the biggest mistake that I made to date has been to, uh, you know, have Shogun uh, Page Builder be a side project for like a mm. year and a half. Mm. And um, I think that it was it was fortunate in that it allowed Shogun to bootstrap really nicely, but. Uh, Probably should have stayed on it the whole time. Lucky it worked out uh, in the mm -hmm. in the end. Brilliant, brilliant. If you could choose a single book or resource that's made the highest impact on how you view building the business and growth, which would it be? Paul Graham's essays. Um, it's not really a book, but uh, Paul Graham's essays. You yeah, start Black Woman in here. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Brilliant, 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 Nick. Um, it's it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Um, and um. You know, learning more about Headless Commerce, PWA, your page builder, Shogun. Hopefully see you in September. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Thank yeah? you so much okay. again for having me. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind just search for 2x e-commerce on facebook to find it answer three questions and you'll be approved grab the show notes of this episode on our website 2xecommerce.com finally if you haven't already give the show a review on your podcasting app catch you on the next show and keep growing